my journey to and with Unitarian Universalism, honestly, my whole life has led me to this moment and this place. The choices I made, the relationships I encountered, the gifts I'd been given, and my challenges as well as my failures. That is a lot, and this is only 20 minutes. So Nick has shared a river metaphor with the music selections for the service. Thank you, Nick. Rev. Carl shared his journey with us in the meditation. And it, I find, as I was contemplating it, it lends itself to two distinct phases. My journey to Unitarian Universalism, and then my journey with Unitarian Universalism, as that river flows. My journey with Unitarian Universalism, in this beloved faith has and continues to transform my heart, spirit, and mind with opportunities to build a soul through the work of justice in relationship, mutuality, and joy. I find that I really resonate with our colleagues, the Reverend Alexa Frazier and the Rev Reverend Meg Riley, who asked, isn't the purpose of religion to grow a soul? My journey to Unitarian Universalism is really the watersheds and tributaries of those experiences, beliefs, values that drew me into my first congregation. I remember the question that Dr. Sharon Welsh asked as I started seminary, who has loved you into this place? Who loved me into the place that I was able to hear the call of religious community, respond to that invitation, and enter the first doors of that congregation? I have, set, I have six answers to that question. Those are six separate blessings in my life. First, my ancestors. My ancestors have loved me into this place. I was raised in a liberal Roman Catholic family in New York, where the church was the rhythm of our lives. Choir on Thursday, church on Sunday, our, my extended family was in the same community, and we all had a family gathering after, after church every week. It, and the sacraments marked my progression through life as I grew. We often discuss the policies and practices of the church with our agreement or not, and sometimes vehement disagreement when we felt that the policies and practices either excluded or failed to care for the children of God. Our family believed that the role of the church was in equal parts, as you have done to the least of these, so you have done for me, and do unto others as you would have them do unto you. My mom supported the inquiry that emerged as I began to question some of the limitations of who was saved and found that I disagreed. She helped me explore local faith traditions, and none of them really fit at the time, but I really valued that exploration. These experiences helped me connect with my friends who were from multiple different faith traditions, and then later in life, as I read the Cathedral of Universalism by the late UU minister, the Reverend Dr. Forrest Church, who also wrote the book referenced earlier, it immediately resonated with these spiritual explorations. I finally found a tent big enough for my questions where I could live into those answers. The gifts of my fam ancestors and my family are my riverbed of the love of religious community, being able to remain in community through disagreement, and the freedom to explore different ways of being. Second, my failures have loved me into this place. My failures have taught me, as Rev. Carl often quotes from our colleague, the Dr. Reverend Elizabeth Wynne, we are saved from perfection. 
I tangled with perfection. I really tried not to learn that lesson. There was a very long period of time where I actually believed that the answer to most problems was to work harder. And if I just worked hard enough, I could do anything. I was wrong. Eventually, I gave up that illusion, and I started making teams that allowed each of us to bring our best selves into that room. And it also offered the opportunity for to introduce some ease and to actually live. Throughout that journey, I realized that while work is necessary, can be enjoyable, pursuit of excellence is fine. But it isn't the answer. Love is. Love, as Bell Hooks describes love, love is somehow the key that unlocks the door that leads to ultimate reality. In that love, anything is possible. These lessons taught me more than anything else that, and any of my successes to grow in love and compassion. And as I always return to that love, I learned that the growth is in the returning. Third, my mentors, mentees, and peers have loved me into this place. Through those relationships, I learned a lot of the skills for ministry. I learned to write, talk, present. I learned some that were pragmatic and some that were inter interpersonal, engagement, collaboration, and most importantly, to listen. Listen deeply and listen to understand, not just to respond. Listen with your heart, mind, and soul. These relationships were generally associated with my previous occupations and vocations, and I've learned I like M vocations. I've been a mom for 15 years. In I've been medical in the case of a physician assistant. I've practiced surgery um, uh, since 1999 with general surgery, vascular surgery, orthopedics. I flirted with plastics and ran a wound clinic. Over I have served in the military. I've just retired from 20 years with the Army Medical Department and in the National Guard, and I segued into management. Leadership, medical readiness policy, and administration, and project management. And while all those different vocations are very different in what they did, I did them all in service. My favorite part of medicine was accompanying people as they healed. My favorite part of management is building those teams that invite us to bring our best selves. There are too many people, quotes, ideas to really dig into in this setting, but those relationships taught me the beauty of people uniting with a set of values um, in service, and that is what Unitarian Universalists do. Fourth, and I told you there's only six, Nature has loved me into this place. I grew up in the wetlands, playing in the wetlands behind our home. We ran along the creek, I scampered over rocks, climbed trees, and I climbed those tree bridges that fell across the little creek in the backwoods. And in those woods, my first conception of God emerged. As I looked up at the canopy above us, and I saw the sun in making the green leaves glow with life, and for me, the sun streaming through to the sun-dappled forest floor that was God. I grew, I forgot, and over time, I remembered. I remembered our connections to the seasons, the flow of the energy in the natural world, 
and the reminders of the power of the earth in all aspects of our lives. The amazing power of nature, a tributary that reminds us of our smallness, our softness, and that we are all part of the interconnected web of life. Science. Science has loved me into this place. I fell in love with science in the fourth grade. We built a little circuit board. There was a light bulb. I made the circuit. I closed the circuit. It lit up. I opened the circuit. It turned off. Every time I could do it, and I built it. And in that moment, epiphany happened, and I fell in love. That eventually led to my undergraduate in biology, to go on and study and practice as a physician assistant. And I really honor and love Rev. Carl's statement that we bring the best of the world's religions together with science. This tributary to Unitarian Universalism was that I didn't have to leave my scientific inquiry at the door. I could vote for religious community. I could bring both of them together. I didn't have to choose. Finally, friends and family, as I started moving for school and building my own home and family, I was unchurched for a while, and I held a personal spirituality and agnosticism. And as my family grew, I really started to realize that I needed a community. One of my dearest friends engaged in some elbow evangelism. Hey, we go to Akatink Unitarian Universalist Church. You should come sometime. I'll see you there. It was the start of my journey with Unitarian Universalism. And my life has never been the same. Pivoting to my journey with Unitarian Universalism, it began about 15 years ago. I was very pregnant when my husband and I decided to go visit three Unitarian Universalist churches that were equidistant from our home. At Akatink, I received a gracious welcome. I looked at my husband and said, I'm home, how about you? That was the beginning of our journey with Akatink Unitarian Universalist Church, and we're still members today. I have loved learning of the welcoming ministry here at this congregation. It will help people start their journey with Unitarian Universalism once they arrive. We began attending, and in those chairs, I learned about this wild and wonderful faith. I learned of Emerson and philosophy. I heard Dr. Seuss from a pulpit for the first time. I saw a minister play baseball with a question box sermon, and she highlighted that all ministers bring our talents, perspectives, and attributes. I heard the word Juneteenth for the first time. That was, that was a part of history that was new to me. I learned of the transcendentalist. I read Einstein's book for a church group discussion. All this learning opened new paths and new ways of being and thoughts and thus new growth. Structurally, I began experiencing religious community in accordance with the rhythms and the structures of my embedded religion. I joined the choir. I went to services regularly. My first summer was very confusing. I attended services regularly and began studying that new faith. I discovered a sound bath, deep relaxation. My first meditation ever was in a Unitarian Universalist service. All those experiences sent me looking for other mind-body connection opportunities, and it ended up being the beginning of my yoga practice. Through my journey with Unitarian Universalism, I've experienced the ministry of four wonderful settled ministers, and innumerable visiting ministers, interim ministers, pastoral care ministers, and experienced how much we are invited to bring 
our whole selves and gifts to ministry. Our differences are our strengths. Several of the long-term members pursued second careers as ministers, and the community helped us move. They held my family through two deployments and innumerable mobilizations for local and national emergencies. That love in action contributed to my journey to ministry in this place and time. I'm so grateful for this broad, open faith that has continued to support a path for me to answer my call. Unitarian Universalist ministry has loved me into this place with unlearning what is not true, learning what untold truths, and a path to my call. My journey with Unitarian Universalism centers service. I served on the board and learned some of the behind the scenes efforts that make the congregation work. Thank you, Lisa. I led a chalice group and small group ministry. I taught faith formation for several grades, and occasionally, I just sat in the nursery. Otherwise, at a, I tended to work at a project level, task-focused, short efforts with defined goals. And as we developed our family traditions, we routinely participate in the crop walk, an interfaith um, fundraiser for, to fight global hunger uh, that's around Thanksgiving. During my grounding in seminary, I had the opportunity to work with Opportunities, Alternatives, and Resources, or OR, which supports a prison ministry. Service has loved me into this place with the work of, with the work of service to build my soul and honor the spark of the divine in each and every one of us. I learned and unlearned so much in those chairs, in the community and with our colleagues, I grew, and yet I found even more ways to approach the divine. I learned that my worth as a human being wasn't in what I produced. It wasn't in my degrees or anything else. My worth was just in being me. Human rights have only one requirement, and they belong to all of us. My journey with Unitarian Universalists has taught me we can make the world more just. And on this river run, I am learning the skills and tools to help make that happen. I learned with pride of the Unitarian Universalist actions during the Civil Rights era, and pain that Mark Morrison Reed wrote of in our failure to welcome our black and brown siblings into our communities of faith afterwards. I recently had the honor of working with the Racial Justice Committee, attributing, um, helping AUC adopt the eighth principle, which is part of our congregation's efforts as well. On this journey, I have grown to hold two truths. This is where I am from. This is my nation, my country, and I am honored to have served it. I believe we can continue to grow in justice of our aspirational ideals and love. I also live on the unceded lands of the Manahoic tribe of the Great Sioux Nation. I'm learning to see and, at sea and take action against the racism that is in the groundwater of our structures of our society, our history, and limits the health and life of all people. The journey with justice has loved me into this place with steps toward a multicultural beloved community. Slowly over time, and with all the people that have loved me into this place, the call to religious leadership returned. And in faith, what was once impossible was now possible. I started talking to our minister, weighing the right time, there was a deployment in the middle, a seminary is a big step. I planned and prepared the family. I began reading and exploring social science, yoga, contemplative practices. 
Michelle Anderson's book, The New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness, blew my mind wide open. I had led a life of knowing, and through this journey, I learned that we are feeling beings who think. Justice starts beyond the individual, and resilience and justice start in community, and it starts here. This was a big pivot on how I would be in the world. Finally, the most recent bend in my river journey with Unitarian Universalism was my first CPE unit. I loved the connection to the people, the learning community, and learning to pray extemporaneously. In ways that different people and different faiths, it really taught me that interfaith work is foundational for me. So I invite those of us who found Unitarian Universalism to reflect on all the people and events that brought us into our first congregation, those whose contributions brought us to a place where the, we were ready for that invitation to this faith and then our journey with it. For all of us, I offer the question, who has loved you into this place? After reflecting on our individual journeys, let's build that out to your small groups. There are so many different little communities within our congregation. Who loved you into that community? And then expand it. Who loved you into the Unitarian Universalist Congregation of Frederick? And after reflecting on what is, let's make that next leap. What tributaries do you dream of for this congregation? Committees, severuses, and celebrations for any of those who have not yet found our life-saving faith. Today, we have talked about the past, we have talked about the present, and now we are here, you and me. Now we will create our ministry and celebrate the future we build. I am grateful to be with you on this journey, and we will decide what really matters in our ministry. For now, as we listen to the musical reflection to come, let us reflect on all that is our life. <laughs>